I believe that love is all around us. Love is everything and everywhere. I am love. You are love. We are all love. In our divinity, in our soul, in the truest and simplest form of our being, we are pure, unconditional love. Love is the answer to everything. Every week in this podcast, we're talking to incredible and beautiful people who will be sharing their insights and perspectives to help you find more peace, to help you come from a place of love more often, to help encourage you to be kinder to yourself and others, to help you create more happiness in your life, to help you feel more oneness with others, and to help you connect to your higher self. My name is Justin Court. Together, we will help shift the collective consciousness of the planet to be more loving, kind, peaceful, happy, empathetic, understanding, and accepting. This can only be achieved together. It starts with each and every one of us. We are one, and it's time we start acting that way. I am so, so grateful that you're here. I love you, I support you, and I'm here for you. Let's together create more love in this world. Let's do this. I'm so psyched for today's guest. Jason Naylor is joining us for episode one. Jason is a Brooklyn-based award-winning artist, designer, and author. His artwork is super bright and colorful, filled with messages of positivity and love. He's worked with brands like Mac Cosmetics, Sour Patch Kids, Sephora, Fenty, Joe Malone, Pepsi, Coach, Guess, and many more. He recently released his first book, Live Life Colorfully, 99 Ideas to Add Joy, Positivity, and Creativity to Your Life. Jason is helping create a better world. He's kind-hearted. He's real. He's not afraid to be vulnerable. And he's someone I'm grateful to call a friend. Please welcome the incredibly talented Jason Naylor. All right, everybody. Welcome to episode one of the podcast. So grateful to have my buddy Jason Naylor here. He is an incredible artist spreading uh, messages of positivity and love. Thanks, man. I appreciate you being here, buddy. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Of course, of course. So so me and Jason connected on Instagram uh, a few years ago. And really from that beginning, Jason, I've, I've always felt connected to you. You know, even though for a while we had never met before, but yeah. I always just felt this connection because your artwork is, it literally like speaks to my soul. It truly does. And when I think of like spread love movement, and if I can think about that in like a flash of artwork, it's your artwork. It's yeah. just like, it's insane. And like, I'm not creative. I'm not an artist at all. And when I see your stuff, I'm like, wow, like Jason just is really, really doing it. Um, oh man, I love that. Well, we, I mean, we're kind of speaking the same language and you shouldn't say you're not creative. I mean, you are very creative. That's how you land here. You know, like just because you don't put paint on a piece of paper, or a wall that doesn't mean you're not creative but I, I think we speak the same language and that's why it's easy for us to add, you know it feels like we've known each other for you know since forever but like our souls are <laughs> like we're we're already you know kind of like intertwined so it's nice exactly. 
dude, we are connected. Has anyone ever told you that before that your artwork speaks to their soul? Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I do get that a lot and I really yeah. like it. I mean, that's a huge compliment. And and I, I think it, what it is is that it, the work, the message, the color, you know, it, it resonates with people. And because of that, when the message resonates or the, or the, the colors resonate, they feel like they know me a little bit. And I think yeah. people tell me that it's a great compliment. I love it. I feel like it, it, it's validation that I'm doing my job right. Awesome, man. Honestly, when I thought that to myself, instantly I'm like, there's no possible way I'm the only person who's ever thought that or said that to you. So that's really cool that people have yeah, said that. It. And I just want yeah. to share a quick story with everybody really quickly, really in just, I feel like this is just such proof that we are connected in some way and our energies are really very similar. I, so uh, Jason is from Brooklyn. Where, what part of Brooklyn are you from again? Well, I live in Williamsburg. My studio is in Clinton Hill, like uh, right by the Navy Yard. Cool, man. Cool. So I lived in New York City for about eight years. Uh, I was in Brooklyn for three of them. Uh, and then I moved to San Diego. And when I came back to the city, I was visiting a couple of friends and we went downtown to the seaport. And me and Jason had already been communicating at that point. And we're leaving the seaport. We're going back into Manhattan. And I, as I'm walking, I see color to my, the whole right of me. And I see somebody painting this mural. And I look over and it was Jason. And I lost it, man. I thought that was just like, so kismic. That was just like a beautiful yeah. thing. And I was like, Jason, yeah, like, like this red love guy. And I, I mean, that was just like such a cool moment for me to see you there. Oh, I loved it. I mean, that was great. And you know, when I'm painting, that happens a lot. People stop and either they stop just because they're interested. They stop because they want to, you know, show off their own work or, you know, they stop because they have questions or whatever, but there's a lot of there's generally a good amount of commotion. And usually when people stop, I don't know the person. And yeah. maybe they've seen me on Instagram or something, but it was rad that when you stopped me and it, you're like, Hey, I'm from spread, I'm from spread love. And I'm like, it's a face. That's you. <laughs> that was some good stuff, man. And just like yeah. going from there too, I'm so interested and I really want to understand and know how did you get here? Right? Like, first off, how did you feel? How did you find this style? Number one, with it being so bright and so colorful, because I really think that is something that resonates with people tremendously. And then also, how did it come about too for you to want to create these messages of love and positivity? Well, I think the the second question is actually um, the answer to the second question kind of precedes the first one. So let me just start a little bit with the idea of the messaging. Um, uh, you know, a couple of years ago, you know, maybe. Well, I'll backtrack a little bit just to say that my work hasn't always been bright, colorful, happy. I've, I've gone through phases of, you know, doing black and white, scratchy, depressed, you know, uh, tortured artists kind of stuff. Like I've had a, a lot of different kind of waves of my work and they, they align with what's happening in my life. And, um, you know, as I look back at sketchbooks, like, you know, in my youth and in my early 20s and everything, like my, my work had a sort of misunderstood tortured artist kind of vibe for a long time. And I think that's because I actually was confused about a lot of things. I, I was looking for myself and trying to find myself. And so we can go back to that story later more, but um, fast forward to, you know, maybe five or six years ago, as I think I really discovered myself and my purpose, you know, and in, in, in doing so, I was starting to make work that focused on the idea of self and the idea of happiness. And, and I, it wasn't about me like messages or quotes or anything like that per se. It was just, I think I, I was at the same time kind of figuring out who I was and I actually am a super happy go lucky, like 
I'm, a, I'm an all around pretty nice guy, you know, I think. And, uh, <laughs> and so I think I was kind of doing work that actually came from my heart as opposed to like trying to do stuff that like fit a mold in some way or another. And so the work began to appear very happy and bright and, and over, I think to answer the first question, over time, I realized how important the bright colors and a lot of colors was to reinforce the messages that were kind of evolving in my work. And as I began getting more and more murals, um, and there was one very specific mural that the, it's the mural that says live life colorfully, that particular wall and that particular message kind of um, started, it spawned a little bit of a movement for me with using literal messages in my work. And I, I saw how much that, that piece resonated with the community and with the people who passed by on the street. And that, you know, there was so much activity driven by that mural that it, it kind of got me thinking like, well, before I wasn't necessarily putting literal messages in, into my work. It was kind of like there were happy ideas and themes mm -hmm. and positive themes, but I hadn't actually just taken a couple of words and put them on a wall that said live life colorfully or spread love. Mm -hmm. And so when that, when I saw the success of that particular mural, I started doing more and more. And so then it kind of went hand in hand. It was, I, I wanted to develop messages, design them in a way that would grab attention and reinforce them with bright colors. And I wanted as many people as possible to see them. And I'm still doing it. It's the same thing. You know, I've been on that kick for a while and I think it works and it makes me happy and it seems to make other people happy. And here we are. Dude, it definitely works. It really makes people happy. Um, do, you, do you know, was it like one circumstance or one instance that shifted you, you know, from where you were into this happier, maybe more positive space that inspired you to start to go this way? Yeah, I mean, there's not one particular instance per se, but the, all of this was sort of happening at the same time that I was walking away from doing graphic design and art direction. Uh, my, my background is graphic design and I worked for a long time in house as a designer. And then I worked as a freelance art director. And that, that uh, section of the creative industry was really unfulfilling to me. I, 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 what I wanted to be doing was painting and drawing and I think ultimately spreading love, you know, but I, I was doing, I was, you know, working on campaigns for, urban decay and like doing the, you know, I did a lot of cosmetic stuff and I was, I was doing a lot of work that I think if your dream is to be an art director, like what I was doing was great. It's just that it didn't fulfill me. And I think I was unhappy because of it. So as I was kind of like fighting to get out of this system of like art direction and design and just do my own work, I was becoming more and more, I think becoming more and more myself, Yes. finding more and more who I really am and actually being able to do more and more of what I want to do, which is, make pretty pictures that make people happy, you know? Yeah. Oh man, that's awesome. I have so much love for you. That is so powerful. And for like anybody listening right now, that right there is there's such a direct example of follow your dreams, follow what fulfills you, follow what makes you feel love and makes you feel good. Because looking at you, Jason, it's like, look what can happen, you know, when you do something like that, where you really follow who you truly are. And I'm sure, I mean, I can assume it probably was, maybe a little scary at times to like, okay, I need to shift out of creative, you know, art direction and design in-house and kind of go off and do my own thing. Um, but I just applaud you, man. It's really Thanks. amazing. And what an Thank example. Thank you. 
Yeah, man. I mean, yeah, it's, you know, it's easy to say, like, quit your job and, and chase your passions and everything. But the, the truth is, like, as scary as it, as it is, that is how you will find contentment and satisfaction and happiness, you know, and it's the only way really like you, if you're not, if you're unhappy with what you're doing, like going to a job every day, you, there's nothing you can do. There's no, you can't switch to a different company or whatever. Like you won't feel good until you actually just like let go and do what's in, you know, do what's in there. And exactly. I think, you know, for people who, you know, people always ask me like, was it scary to quit your job? Of course, it's of course, of course it's scary. Like it's, it's, so frightening you know yeah. and that doesn't matter yeah like that that's that's just that's how you get to a place of like contentment is because you took a massive risk exactly. and you got through it you know exactly man um something i'm trying to practice in my every single day as often as possible is choosing love over fear and i i really feel like every decision that we make we either have a choice to choose love or to choose fear so you could have chose fear in that moment. You could have been like, ah, leaving is like too scary. This is, you know, there's a lot of fear in that. I'm just going to stay put. And instead you chose love. You chose again, what resonated with you and what made your heart happy. And um, just kudos to you, man, for making that move because I love seeing, and I didn't know that's how, you know, how this happened. And I love hearing stories like that because I'm such an advocate for that and following, you know, who you truly are innately. Yeah. Yeah, and I just appreciate that, man. That's such good stuff that you did that. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I, I thank my lucky stars, and I feel so fortunate that I got here, and I, and I feel like I'm just starting. I mean, I think there's so much more that I that I have to do, and that I, you know, that I want to do, but I, I think that, you know, it's it's a blessing that I did what I did, and you know, I think the older you get, it's harder to do. Like when you're 21 or when you're 25 or something, it's, it's easy to like throw everything in the air because you don't have any responsibilities. And you also haven't developed a lifestyle that's that, that expensive yet. You know, right. I mean, it's easy to quit your job when you're young. I, I would think I, I, you know, I was 30 when I quit my job. So I, I, I think I, you know, I, I would still say to anybody like, don't, <laughs> I'm not saying quit your job, but I am saying choose love. Exactly. I love that, man. And I'm all, I'm a big fan too of, of stepping into the unknown, right? Like the, in the, in, in the unknown, it is, there's infinite possibilities for you, for anybody and what they can achieve. And, you know, if you stay with what, you know, you're going to just keep seeing the same thing over and over again. Right. So if you're in a job where you're not happy and you stay there, that is your reality. It's really, really not going to change. And I, and I totally understand that. Like, the unknown can be scary, but there's just so much power and so much value and so much opportunity in the unknown. So for anyone who is listening, right, we're not saying maybe quit your job today, but focus on yourself, bring your attention inward, understand and really get a grip on, on what makes you happy and do that. Pursue those things. Cause I, I mean, if you pursue what's in your heart and what makes you happy, you will never go wrong. Yeah, you know? it's true. Agreed. Oh, man, I definitely want to ask you too, you know, with, uh, with the art um, that you're producing with those messages of just such positivity and love, you know, is there a practice or is there something that you do um, daily that kind of puts you in that mindset? And the reason why I asked that is because I want to make this tangible for people as tangible as possible. Right. So when they see somebody like you, expressing yourself in such a beautiful way. My first thought is like, okay, like, what is this guy doing? How does he put himself in that mindset? What are some of the things that he focuses on? What are some of his practices so that I, you know, can try to, to get there as well? 
So, yeah, I mean, I have a, I have a, uh, have a routine. Um, I, I, I stick with a schedule. I get up pretty decently early. I read a little bit in the mornings, catch up on social media, stuff like that. Check in with the news. And then I exercise. I do that for about an hour. And then I exercise every, um, six days a week, every morning. And I, and I, I don't necessarily do it because I'm so concerned about my physique. Like I don't want to you know be chubby or anything. Like I want to remain trim ish, but but part of why I do it is because I've, I've learned over the past four or five years um, how meaningful the, the uh, exercise is to my practice and mm-hmm. to my well-being and to my art and to my messaging. And I, I think that there, for me, like I do, I have a Peloton bike and I do half of my working out is on the Peloton bike and I do it with the, with the instructors and the instructors, for me, it works because they have, there's a lot of like kind of motivational um, language, you know, there's a, there's a very like, you got this kind of vibe to the way those classes are instructed. And then the other half, uh, I do weights and that's just privately, you know, by myself with my music zoning out, you know, lifting weights. And I think that there's a combination of what I derive from the, from the exercise. There's the kind of motivational language that I'm constantly hearing. And then there's also the, the zoning out. Like when you're working out, you've got music on and you go to a, you go to a different place and, that is very like that's a good recharge for me and i i come away from from both you know both versions of my workout i i I walk away feeling inspired i feel motivated i feel refreshed and and as i know it's a cliche to say it but it's the truth like it's totally unrelated to my artwork but it completely like helps my artwork um, so I think that's a big thing. I, and I would suggest that I don't suggest you get a Peloton. I do suggest that you do something physical. Mm-hmm. And then there's also the balance that I have, which is also really important to me, the balance that I have of working with my hands and working with the computer. And I, I can't just sit at a computer all day. I will not be inspired. I'll be so bummed, you know? And I also, I can't just like paint with my hands all day because that can be really, physically tiring, you know, I need to have both. And I, and I feel like when I walk away from the computer or from the iPad, I'm ready to like paint. And when I, when I'm finished painting, I'm ready to, to be back at the computer. And I really need that, the moderation of both. So those are kind of the, the key, you know, parts of the formula for me. And I do spend a lot of time filling the well, um, like with any, any inspiring content, like your Instagram, for example, like that kind of content is great for me because I just sort of like log it away, you know, it just goes into my brain, it goes into this well, and I have this, this constant, like filling the well kind of attitude, just like soaking in as much like good shit out there, you know, and then when I need it, when I need a pickup or something, it's in there, you know, it's like, I'm not necessarily like happy and upbeat and like, let's do this every second of the day. No one is, you know, but you got to fill the well, fill the well with other things that, that bring you back, you know? So if you're bombed or whatever, then you, you have this sort of like bucket of stuff. And then my last, the last thing, and then I'll stop rambling about it is um, gratitude. I think gratitude is so massive. And, you know, that's this, this is the age old like secret to happiness is just to be grateful for what you have. Can't count your blessings, you know, but it totally works. So when something good happens, like when I finish painting a mural, I'll sit there, I'll dedicate 10 minutes after the mural to sit there and look at it and soak it in and like feel grateful for the opportunity that I had to paint it and grateful that I'm able to actually do something like that. You know, and I'm just looking at it like, I can't believe I did that. Like, I feel so special that I just did that, you know? And, yeah. I, and that's the kind of shit that really 
like uh, keeps me going. Amazing, man. Oh, you touched on so many different points right there in so many different ways that you're able to, you know, to kind of keep that energy uh, and put out your best work. And I feel like the overall theme of it is that you're just, you're very intentional, right? You're very intentional with your time. You're, you know, you're bringing your attention inward. You're, you're realizing what you need to do so that you can feel the best that you can feel, you know, both physically um, understanding that, you know, you can't be painting all day or being on the laptop all day and switching it up so you can keep your energy fresh. And yeah. I love the gratitude thing, dude. That is, that is really like the key to happiness, the key to love. Yep. Um, I, you know, I, right now, uh, just, you know, to inspire people because I understand how impactful and important uh, gratitude can be. I'm doing the 365 days of gratitude on my Instagram where every cool. day I post one thing that I am grateful for. And this was something I started like right after COVID hit bad because it was a really tough time, obviously, you know, and it was something I had th thought about doing, but I hadn't pulled the trigger yet. And then when, you know, COVID had hit, I'm like, this is the time, you know, people need this. I need this as well. And um, I just, I I'm such a fan of gratitude. And that is a, a message and I'm constantly pushing out. Uh, and I'm just excited that you mentioned that. And that is something that you feel like puts you in a good place. Yeah. Yeah. It's critical. It, it really is. And it, it works for everyone and it doesn't matter what's going on there's always something and always. it's it's true you can always find something and even if it's just one thing and even if it's just the chance to like try it again tomorrow or something like that yes. that's such a massive you know realization when if you, after, if you have the worst day ever and at the end of the day you're like well all went to hell today but at least you know tomorrow tomorrow will most likely be different and yeah. i'm gonna be okay like that kind of attitude can change everything absolutely it totally can. And, and when you are focusing on the things that you are grateful for, more things come into your awareness that you can be grateful for. I'm just, I'm a big believer in the law of attraction. And really when you focus on that thing, uh, on things to be grateful for, more of it is just going to come into your life. I've noticed that in my own practice where there's certain things that now it's almost like rewired my brain and seeped into my subconscious where sometimes I don't even have to try anymore. It'll just pop into my brain to be grateful for something. Yeah. And yeah, dude, that is so special. I love that after you paint something, you sit there and essentially meditate on it for about 10 minutes and just feel gratitude for the ability to create, you know, yeah. the position that you're in, man. That, that's some special stuff, really. Oh, it's the best 10 minutes, you know, and I've, I, I realized that I was doing it for a second, like this kind of evolved because I would finish and I'd like take my pictures and everything. And then I'd be like, all right, like, that's cool. Let's go. And then I realized that like, there are some times when I'll paint something and I'll never go back there. Yeah. I'll never see it again. And it's, you know, the, it's really ephemeral um, murals. And I, I love the ephemeral nature of it. I love, there's like romance to the fact that you put something up on a wall and it potentially will not be there tomorrow. You know, you have to, you have to like indulge yeah. in the experience when you have it. And I realized that I was not doing that. Like I was like painting it thinking like, Oh, I'll see it tomorrow or I'll see it in a month or I'll see it in a year. And then I didn't cause either it went away, it got bombed and you know, someone else got the wall, like things happen, you know, or life gets in the way and you just never go back. And so I developed this practice of like, I got to like just sit in this experience cause it's, it's probably the only time I'm going to have it. And then after I started doing that, I never felt the urgency to go back. And to be honest with you, I think I probably do go back and see the other pieces more because I do it, you know, but I never feel or like I'll happen to cruise by or something, but I, I don't feel the urgency of like, I, I got to get back and like get more photos or see that mural or something. I never feel that because I 
soak it in, you know? Yeah, man. Dude, everybody, again, who's listening, gratitude is the secret to happiness. It is one of the secrets of the universe. And I'm just, I'm so grateful really that we touched on it right now because it is so important. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, buddy. Um, I want to just ask you just, you know, uh, I obviously love talking about love. It's a really, to me, the most powerful energy in the universe. And I just want, you know, just to be a little vulnerable right now, who is one person that you love and why, you know, like, why do you have that energy towards them? How do they make you feel? Um, so just, yeah, anybody that you have a lot of love for. I mean, do you want me to talk about my, my romantic partner or like another person? Dude, it's whatever resonates with you. It's whatever feels best for you. All right. Well, I, um, I mean, this is obviously the opportunity to like mention my, my romantic partner. So of course I'll mention her, Julie, and she, you know, she's the love of my life and she's amazing. Um, but I actually, I'm going to take this moment to talk about my friend Trevor and Trevor is a photographer and he is a super passionate um, he's, he's very like independent guy. He kind of marched to the beat of his own drum. He does his own thing. He was one of the people who inspired me and helped me to like get the confidence to walk away from my full-time job years yeah. ago. And he, you know, he kind of like, he, he's the kind of guy that like, I remember I was working at a full-time job and I went out to get lunch or something and I, I bumped into him and he was walking down the street with his dog, just like not a care in the world, probably had all the worries in the world, just like all of us, you know, mm -hmm. but just like watching down the street, not a care in the world, walking his dog middle of the day. And I just remember, like, I vividly remember this because I, I remember this sort of like, I felt like envy, but like inspired, like this guy, like everyone else is like hustling to like grab their sandwich and like run back to their desk. And this guy's just got not, not a care in the world. And like, that's such a magical energy that he has. Like, how do I get that? You know? Mm -hmm. and, and so, and he was really inspiring, you know, then, and he still is now he, he does his own thing and he, he's a solid guy and I've known him for 15 years. So I'm going to, I'm going to just give him a little bit of love, you know, through the universe, Trevor. Good guy. I love that, man. Is he still, yeah. is he in the city still? Yep. Yep. He's in the city. And we, we've done a couple of projects. Um, he does a lot of kind of fashion beauty, um, lifestyle photography. And yeah. we, we actually did a couple of projects more when I was doing that kind of work. Um, but you know, we, we see each other every couple of yeah. months. And nice, man. And like you kind of yeah. mentioned in the beginning, like right when you ask that, when I ask that question, or if I'm asked that question, you kind of immediately go to your partner, to the love of your life, um, which is great, but it's, you know, it's, it's easy because it's just, it's right there because of how much love you feel for that person. But it's just, yeah right it's just really cool though to express love for other people and my man i am a huge fan of when men express love to other men yes right, right? oh yeah excellent it's an excellent thing to point out totally and and, and um i i'm, I'm with you 100 percent. and it's it's kind of rare like it, it's it we have been raised well i'll speak for myself i was raised to be kind of macho um not to do that I should say I was raised not to do that. Yeah. So I'm, I, I, I'm glad you pointed that out. Yeah, man. Yeah. I, when you first mentioned him, I'm like, yes, guys, like we have to show more love for each other. Yeah. Let's be vulnerable with each yeah. other. Let's show each yes. other love. There's nothing wrong with that. It, it's, it's beautiful. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and that is one of the things too. And you said like, you know, speak for myself and a lot of society, at least growing up, men are, you know, 
are not supposed to show love. They're not supposed to cry. You know, they're not supposed to be emotional. And I just couldn't disagree with that more. You know what I mean? It's like to be able to be that way, if that's who you truly are, and if that's not who you are, I still have love for you. It is what it is. You know, it's all good. But when you can express that, and when you can set an example like you just did, I really think that that truly opens up people's minds and it lets them know that it is okay for a man to show love to another man. And it really, right. just, it expands that whole idea. And I think that's just so important. You know what I mean? Like, listen, we need love too. You know what I mean? Like, I want to feel love from my boys and the guys that <laughs> yeah. I'm really close with. Um, totally. That's that's a really powerful message, man. I'm glad you threw that out there. Yes. My man. So what I really want to talk about too is your book that came yes. out. Yes. I'm yes. so stoked. <laughs> talk about it. I have one right here. Yeah, to talk about your book, dude. So, right. It is called Live Life Colorfully. Yeah, here you go. There we go, baby. Looks so good, right? And that was, you said, like the first thing that inspired you to continue kind of using, you know, those powerful messages and those positive messages. Yeah, it's true. So cool. Um, yeah, so um, the book's called Live Life Colorfully. It's 99 ideas to add joy, positivity, and creativity to your life. And the, the funny thing about the book, let me just tell you this story. Um, the, in order... In order to publish a book, you have to have a literary agent. You can't just go to a publisher and be like, I've got a book, check it out. I mean, you could, but generally they don't really accept submissions like that. Yeah. So the way it works is you have an, uh, an agent who reps you and goes to the publisher with your ideas, right? So um, the mural that I painted that said live life colorfully, which is no longer there, rest in peace, um, years ago, a couple of years ago, a, a literary agent who I didn't know at the time saw my mural, sent me a DM on Instagram and was like, Hey, I love your work. I just saw this. I'm a book agent. Would you ever consider doing a book? And I was like, I mean, no, but yes, like <laughs> I haven't considered doing a book, but I, I mean, it sounds awesome. Like let's talk, you know, yeah. and that's the kind of person I am. Like I'm a yes person, like almost to a fault sometimes, but I'm like, hell yeah, let's do it. Like I'll write a book tonight. I don't care. Yeah. You know? And, and so then um, the, you know, it took a couple of years to, to to get it, you know, from, from that point, from that conversation with the book agent to now, that was about three and a half years. But the interesting thing to note is that the, the whole thing started because I painted that mural and I, I just, and that's why I titled the book Live Life Colorfully because it, it encapsulates so much of my message and so much of my work, but it also is the actual beginning of the story. So. Dude, do you, that mural, I feel like, is like your launching off pad for everywhere. Yeah. I mean, you know, like people ask, like, what, what was your break? You know, what was your lucky break or whatever? And I, I don't think that, first of all, it's not a lucky break. Like it's an opportunity. It's you're at the right place at the right time and all nope. that. And I strongly believe that. But my opportunity, the, the opportunity that broke the seal for a lot of other things for me was that mural. And, and, and that's why I feel so grateful for it. Like it, that mural did open up so many doors for me and and I and and gave me so many paths to like follow and and I've been able to do so many great things because of it so that is kind of my break yeah man do you I mean not that it was years ago because what I'm interested in right now I'm like like what like what was happening in that moment like what inspired you what was your energy like in that moment or around that time that you were able to manifest this incredible mural that you know again after all of your hard work and, and, and all this, st- um, all the time that you put in, but it's like, what, 
I'm just so interested in what kind of was going on at that time that you created that mural that now led to a book that led to you, you know, really understanding kind of, I guess, maybe more your passion or, or truly who you are in terms of being an artist, which is now kind of just taking you on this path and brought you to exactly where you are right now. I mean, I wish I could say that, like, I knew exactly what was on my mind at that time. I, the, the one thing that, like, that I was kind of doing regularly at the time was exploring and, like, experimenting with typographic designs and the combination of, like, typographic designs and these, like, aphorisms and, and quotes and stuff. And I don't love... I mean, I, I love like seeing and reading and, and quotes really resonate with me, but I don't love doing designs with these long quotes because it's, it, it's a little bit hard yeah. um, to make into like a succinct visual piece, you know? Yeah. So I, I was kind of, and I have been since then, I have been for a long time, like looking for the, like the, the basic message in the quote, you know, like spread love is such an easy way to, de to um, define this, to, like to describe it. You know, there's so many, Think of all the countless quotes that talk about love, talk about sharing love, giving love, receiving love. And, and you, can, you can really just distill it into the two words, spread love. And I love that. I think that's so amazing to be able to like capture the whole of a message in just a couple of words. And so I was kind of like working on that kind of stuff at the time and live life colorfully. It's like, it's kind of ambiguous. Like, what does that even mean? You know, and, and <laughs> Uh, and I feel like I've defined it for myself as that it, it actually does mean like live your best life, you know, be your best self, be bold, be confident and be daring and, uh, you know, break out of your comfort zone, like live life colorfully to, yes. to me means all those things. Yeah. But when I, when I stumbled upon that, this is live life colorfully is actually part of a longer quote. And when I stumbled on it, I, I it was kind of like, what, like, what does this even mean? This thing about living life colorfully. I think it was something like when you live your life colorfully, people talk about you. And, you know, whatever that means, like, yeah. so and, anyway, long story short, I had kind of like distilled the message. I was in, I was in this like place of distilling these messages down and, and yeah. that really resonated with me, you know? So, yeah. and, and it resonates with other people too, but, it, but the reason I did it was because it, it like made me dance, you know? I love that, man. Right. You did what, what felt good for you. So yeah. many times I wish so many people would just act on what feels good for them in that moment. Obviously, as long as you're not hurting anybody else, but like what brings you joy? What makes you feel good? Like act on those things. And that's exactly what you did. And I love that the message is ambiguous because for me, people, everyone can take that in their own unique, beautiful way, which allows it and creates it to resonate with more people, right? It's not this one distinct message that can only be taken this one way. That has like an infinite amount of possibilities, an infinite infinite amount of ways that people can take that, which to me just allows it to connect with more people. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, and actually, let me let me plug my book because that that yeah. is kind of the point of my book. The yeah. the point of the book is to bring, like you know, moments of joy, like little bits of positivity, little bits of joy um, to people's daily life. And the book is you don't read it front to back; like you can just flip open to a page, and I have these like silly ideas about like things you can do that that bring you joy and i'll, and I'll give you an example like yeah, i have one page yeah. in the yeah thank you but i oh, wanted yeah. to ask you exactly like what's in the book because <laughs> oh, yeah. i'm dying to know man and when i saw that you had a published book i'm like this dude is just killing it man like didn't even know an artist like you know like you just crushing it in that field i just never even thought about the idea of you being an author 
so I'm just like super interested in it. So yeah, please, please continue. Yeah. Well, thanks, man. I mean, I, it's calling myself an author is still like a new thing. It's like, sounds weird, you know, but anyway, the point of the book is to bring you a little bit of joy. Like I just want to put a smile on people's face for, for three minutes, for five minutes, you know, like forget about whatever is in your head. And like, in my book, I think it has the power to do that. But um, for example, like oh, there's like, you know, bits of trivia, like um, for example, I have a page that talks about roosters and here, I'll show it to you just so yeah, you can please. see it, but th there's the page. So it, it just has, it has this like illustration of a rooster, but the point of the, the information on the page, you know, it says like, how, how do roosters know when to crow? And the answer is because roosters can actually see ultraviolet light. So roosters can see more color than we can. And the whole book is through the lens of color. You know, it's all, it's every page relates back to color in some way, but this page, you know, what it's teaching you is that chickens and roosters can actually see better than we can. They can see more colors than we can, including ultraviolet light. So when the sun is about to come up, the ultraviolet light like wraps around the earth before the actual light does. And the roosters can see that. So they start crowing, you know, wow. fun fact, who cares? Wow, Nobody. So cool. But like enough to like make you forget about your your day for a second and th and think like yeah. wow interesting who knew but then the point is it's like it's about color right it's about ultraviolet color so then I have other things like I, there's one little um, moment on in the book where I challenge you to do a cartwheel and the reason is because if you try and do a cartwheel like it's you're gonna end up laughing like first of all you're probably not gonna be able to do it unless you're unless you're like you've been doing them your whole life and you're like a you know a gymnast or something your cartwheel is gonna be ridiculous and your phone's gonna fall out of your pocket or something and it's gonna be this like kind of ridiculous experience and you're gonna end up smiling and you're gonna like forget about your troubles for a minute you know and that's the whole page it's page after page of just stuff like that that completely sucks you out of life and into this moment of joy and color and like happiness. That's dude, that's amazing because, and this is something I think about all the time, right? In life, we all just want to be happy. We all just want to feel love. We all just want to feel good as often as possible. So like one of my goals in life is helping people achieve just these little moments. You know what I mean? Because if you stack these moments on top of each other and you extend them out through your whole day, which is then through your whole life, you're just living a happier, more peaceful, more love filled life. And yep. your book gives people that gift. You're literally dropping little pieces of happiness and feel good content. And like you just said too, a way to kind of, you know, escape in a moment, the craziness and maybe the anxiety of their life, the craziness of their reality and yeah. just allow them to be in that, in that place of just of goodness and peace. Yeah. And, and, and joy, you know, and it's yeah. like you were saying earlier, like, you know, you know, people doing, you need to do what brings you joy. And that the biggest question is like, well, what brings me joy? What brings me joy? You know, what brings you joy? And I, I could answer that for myself, but some people actually may not know the answer to that question. And so I, I think the book is helpful in that way too. Like I, I have a lot of ideas about what I think could cause joy you know, and joy, the reason why joy is so important to the book is because generally, and in my research, I've kind of discovered this, but generally experiences, um, joyful experiences are generally related to color, are very commonly related to color. For example, like sprinkles on a donut, you know, or like ice cream cones or like candy or like yellow cars. Like you see things in the world like balloons, you know, and they, they bring you joy because they either like surprise you, they like suck in memories from your past, and it's often colorful things that trigger 
mm-hmm. you know, that trigger that those thoughts or those feelings or those memories. And so that's why joy, to me, joy and color go hand in hand. And that's why I, I wanted to like bring these ideas to people. Like, if you don't know the answer to the question, what brings you joy? Then I'm like, well, here, I've got 99 ideas. I've got 99 things that potentially will bring you joy. So like, check it out. Nice, man. And that's something too, where for me, perspective is everything, right? So if you're able to drop a little bit of perspective in someone's life that might shift it a little bit for them to open their mind in a way that hasn't been opened before and see and view life in a different way or view this thing in a different way that now can bring them happiness is just so powerful. Yeah. It's really incredible that you're doing that. Thanks. And honestly, you're so right. Color, it just makes everyone feel good. When I see uh, like pops and bursts of color, that's why like the logo that I have is yellow and orange. Those are the colors of like happiness and brightness yep. and right. And that's really one of the things too, that when I see your art and I'm looking at it in the back right now, <laughs> yeah, it just instantly makes you feel good. It just instantly like resonates, you know, with your energy and just kind of puts you in just a calm, good vibration sort of a state. Just yeah. Like- and it, it's a neurological thing, you know, and like I, I talk about that in my book a little bit, but it's not, it's, it's more than just this like experience or this, you know, like emotional thing, it, there's actually neurological things that are happening when you see color, like when you see bright colors, you know, your brain and your eyes and your brain are doing different things. than when you're seeing, you know, like natural colors or whatever, and yeah. you know, you can, one can dive deep into the science behind it, but what really matters is that like uh, uh, surrounding yourself with colorful things actually will make you feel happier. And that's yeah. a, that's a, you know, that's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I love that, yeah. man. And uh, so let me see. We'll wrap things up um, in a little bit. Uh, I do want to ask you this question. So, Jason, one of my goals in life is to, and this is something that I am going to achieve. And I, in, in life, I'm also using I am statements more often, right? Not that I want this or not that I want, you know, I want this to happen or I want to do this. Because when you express I want, you're sending that out into the universe. So the universe is like, okay, I'm going to give you exactly what you're asking for. And I'm asking for that. I want something, you know, not that I have it. And when you say I want it, it's lack, right? It's not me having this thing. So right. um, I am going to, and this is something I'm just, I'm really passionate about. And I know that I am going to shift the collective consciousness of this planet into a more peaceful more loving, more joy-filled, and more of a happy one. And I feel like you're already doing it, but, you know, is there, it it could be through your art, you know what I mean? I just, I essentially just want to get this view out there. So when people listen to this, they have that thought of shifting the consciousness to more love and to more happiness. And they know that there's people, I mean, like me, but people mostly like you that are creating that. So what is something that you feel like, and it could be your art, is what I want you to just, you know, be honest. What is something that you're doing now or that you have plans to do in the future that will help with that shift? Well, I mean, I think that my art is a big part of that. Yeah. Um, but I, the art is kind of a vehicle for, to me, for like kindness, you know? And I think the kindness the answer to the question is like, I'm, I'm trying to practice kindness. I think kindness is the way to the success that I want. I, the kindness is the path to the things that, that I'm, I'm going for, you know, and, and it, it's not like at the end of the road, I'm, 
someday when I've been kind enough, I'll have whatever. It's not like that. It's like on a daily basis, kindness is the ongoing path to my contentment, to my satisfaction, to my emotional well-being, you know, and kindness is also the driving force that I put into my artwork. But, you know, art is like my visual art, like they're just pictures of words or they're, you know, colorful things on a wall. Like it doesn't matter. What matters is what's what's behind them, which is to me is the kindness. And, and I think kindness is not a painting. Kindness is not a mural. I mean, it can be, but kindness is like an ongoing project. You know, it's like an ongoing daily thing. And I, I think that's that's my mission, you know, is saying thank you to people, being polite to people, like treating people the way that I want to be treated, just basic human things, you know? Yep. And it's funny that we have to bring them up, you know, but yeah. it's, it, it's important. And, and so to me, I, I'm, I'm on a daily basis practicing kindness. And let me throw this out there as well. Practicing kindness to myself, you know, like you, you can, you can be a nice person and get walked all over, you know, get taken advantage of. And that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about treating people respectfully, including myself. And that sometimes means standing up for myself. You know, when other people are not practicing kindness, I, I standing up for myself is included in that. So I don't want to sound like, oh, I'm a doormat or like you can walk all over me. You cannot because I respect myself and I practice kindness towards myself and you. Yes. So, but the more, the, the more important thing is the outward part of it. You know, practicing kindness is the way for me. Yeah, dude, you just crushed that. You're, I have so much love for you, man. That was awesome. Thank you. <laughs> that is the message that we're trying to you know push out to the world and and right the shift in consciousness starts with us it doesn't start yeah. with anybody else it starts with your own self and doing the things that you just said as often as possible you know not judging yourself when in moments you don't do those things you know right. it's okay but just be aware of okay you know i want to get better you know and i want to practice more kindness and there's just there's so much power in that. And that is literally exactly how we're going to shift things because everyone wants to live in, listen, times are, you know, times can be tough. And I know everyone wants to live in a happier, more peaceful place. And um, dude, that was just perfect, man. Kindness is, is the key. And I'm glad you, I'm glad you brought that up too about right. You're kind I love how you turn it back in yourself, but you're kind to yourself too, right? It's not something that you get walked over. I want to yeah. make this message so clear to everybody. Kind, if you're kind and you're loving, that does not mean that you are weak at all. Right. Right. Yes. There's, there's iterations of everybody. There could be, you know, a kind person who is weak, but just because you are kind and you are loving, in no way, shape, or form does that make you weak. That is to me such an incredible strength. Because it's much more difficult to walk by someone and give them love and give them kindness and go out of your way and give them that energy as opposed to just like not caring or maybe like judging them, right? Yeah. People judge. I mean, we judge each other all the time and that's easy. It's not difficult mm -hmm. to do that. And you can be kind and you nail that man and not get walked all over. Those things, they're not synonymous. They, they don't go hand in hand at all. Right. In my mind. Yeah. Don't mistake kindness for weakness. And I like, I think that the kindness, can, it doesn't have to be passive either. You know, I, I like this idea that kindness is this, like aggressive is a bad word, but it's like an assertive, like yes. bold, you know, like my, 
version of kindness is not like a rainbow. It's like the spectrum of like flames coming out of a dragon or something. Like it, it's, it has confidence. Like his kindness is not this, this passive thing. Like don't mistake it. You know, kindness is a very bold thing and yeah. it can, I mean, it can be a very bold thing, a confident thing, a driven thing, you know, a quote that I, that I've, um, I've written down and I posted a, a couple of times is um, be confident in your kindness. Right. And it's literally yes. just that, like, it's perfect, man. It's like, right. Come with some energy and come with some fierceness in your kindness and in your love. Yeah. Fierce love, man. Dude, I appreciate it. you being here so much before we end things, please tell people um, where they can find you, what your handles are, and especially where they can find your book. Okay. So, well, first of all, um, thanks for having me, man. Like this was so great to just be talking and yeah. I, I wish that, I, that we could do this in person, you know, it's like zoom and, you know, hearing someone's voice and seeing their face on a screen is, is what we have now. So it's, you know, what it's, yeah. it's what we, it's what we've got. But I, I feel like if we could be together in the same room, we would have any better, like, energy you know so let's make that happen in the future absolutely um so my book is the best place to find it is at livelifecolorfully.com and the best way to find me is on instagram um at jason naylor okay perfect i love it man um and just real quick too i am back in new york i'm only about an hour and 15 north of the city so we're gonna nice we're gonna make it Okay. All right. So I, yeah, I was going to ask you actually, um, cause I knew you moved to San Diego and that's where my girlfriend's from. Um, so I was going to ask you about San Diego, but I, I forgot earlier, but yeah, man. So welcome back. Thanks buddy. San Diego, most amazing place ever, ever. I love it there so much. It truly just like changed who I am and made me such a better person. Um, but dude, this is, again, this is episode one. I absolutely want to have you back on again in the future. So at that time, maybe we'll do that one in person, but even if not, man, I'm going to come down to the city. I would love to, to meet you in person. I have, uh, some other buddies in Brooklyn as well too. So it could be like a nice little weekend trip. All right. I appreciate you so much, man. Thank you for being here. Yeah. Thanks All for right, having buddy. me. It was great. It was great, man. It was. I'll talk to you soon, my man. Thank you. All right. See you later. See you, buddy.